Welcome to another episode of A Brighter Web, a show where we discuss ideas and perspectives about making the web a brighter place to be. Each podcast will interview marketing professionals across multiple industries and discover what's worked for their digital marketing strategy, what hasn't, and what they plan to try next. Today, our guest is Danny Peavy, who's the founder of One Week Website. Thanks for joining me today, Danny. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So tell everyone before we dig in here, where you work, how long you've been there, your current role, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, um, again, my name is Danny Peavy. I uh, am the founder and CEO of One Week Website. We have been in business uh, at the time of this podcast, I think uh, 14 months or so. Um, so um, yeah, we're, we're technically still a startup. We're sort of the alternative to do-it-yourself website builders and, and super big ad agencies. Gotcha, awesome. So I know you do a lot of great marketing stuff for yourself and for your clients. What's really been working well lately for you? Well, you know, I spent, um, before I started One Week Website, again, roughly 14 months ago, I spent um, 10 years in, in IT working for big Fortune 500 companies and then um, eventually started One Week Website after a short stint at my family's heating and air company where um, they needed a website. They spent $30,000 on a website that took them a year to get and the company never helped them develop a clear message. So... Um, I ended up starting one week website because I thought getting a website should be a lot easier. And I thought every website should come with a clear message. So the reason why I say that is because, um, you know, starting a marketing company is, is relatively new to me. However, what I would say that has worked well for us and sort of my first approach to even getting new business is to go where my customers are. So, we, for example, work with a lot of B2B companies because I come from the, you know, the B2B industries and the B2B background. Um, so one story or one example that worked well for us last year is that I started working with a lot of financial companies and um, I actually worked with my CPA and I asked him, hey, where are you, where are you hanging out? Yeah. And where are your conferences? right? Because as marketing professionals, we always go to our marketing conferences. And so I ended up just, I think, paying right around $500 to become a sponsor at one of the conferences they go to and um, ended up beating other financial professionals. In fact, there were, there, you know, it was a room full of CFOs. And we sold one of our uh, best jobs there and, and, and helped one of our best clients to date. So, awesome you know, short version is, is just hanging out where my customers are just getting even more ingrained into their industry and seeing how you can help them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's something we struggle with here is I love word camps and meetups and all the industry stuff. And we'll still do a lot of that because it's good to learn, but yeah, going where your customers are is a different kind of place and finding that out is, is huge figuring mm -hmm. out where that is. So that's clearly been working very well for you. What's been a struggle marketing wise? I would say, Again, being a startup, I would say that, you know, as the owner, it's, it's initially just you, right? We, have, we do have a team of five now, um, but I, it, it, you sort of have to pick where you're going to spend your time. Yep. You're going to have to pick or, or pick your poison, um, which not that we do is poison, but just for <laughs> lack of a better example. But, you know, for me, I just told myself, to try to focus on what my strengths are and to try to grow the company doing what I can do best for. Yeah. So for me, it's 
always trying to speak, you know, getting in front of somebody, shaking somebody's hand, kissing babies, just, you know, sales and business development have really been something that I, you know, just felt would be a, a great contributor. So with that said, um, you know, the, some of the things that we have not done uh, is, you know, inbound marketing, you know, the, the blog writing, um, the social media, um, we just have not done that yet. And so that's, you know, you can call it an area that suffered, but that's, that's just been an area that in, in, that, in the first 12 months that we just haven't been able to fill as much as I would. Yeah. Like you got to pick your battles and yeah. I think you pick good ones. We got to certainly be a whole, you said kissing babies. That made me think you really would be a good politician. Totally <laughs> you think that. so? Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's not good. You got the hair for it. Oh my know. God. That's not that's a not good thing at all. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Wait, which one? See now, now the, now the podcast is getting a little spicy. Yeah. Well, Just no, kidding. We'll, yeah. yeah. We won't do we'll, that. We won't go there. <laughs> all right. So that's been a struggle. Is there anything else you've been wanting to get into that you haven't been able to find the time or budget or skill to do? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm actually going to try to start doing this in 2019, but I, I think a podcast for sure. Okay, I yeah. am just super uh, curious by nature yeah. and I just love having the conversation like you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I think, I think webcasts, you know, or, or, or webinars gotcha. with other companies. So where there's a right partnership, where there's complementary services or complementary offerings, just coming together with another company, another organization, providing value to each of our audiences, whether that's copy or marketing or whatever it is. I, I think those two mediums are really attractive to me, even gotcha. doing webinars around a specific offer. Um, but yeah, podcasting and, 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 and webinars are, are two areas that I'm really interested in. Awesome. Yeah. You've been talking about the podcast a bit. I'm excited yeah. to see you get that rolling. So yeah. that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite marketing tool or tools? You know, I, we all get these emails from all the things, all the <laughs> places. Right. Yep. And so there was, there was a, t <laughs> there was a tool I bought last year and it was one of those tools to where when I bought it, like, and, and I'll have to admit this, I was almost like selfishly not wanting to share the tool. And I <laughs> gotcha. don't know why. I think it was just because it's so powerful, but it's mm. called ConvertBox. Okay. So ConvertBox, um, they had this lifetime deal like a lot of the tools have when they first start. But it, right. think of it like um, like one of those pop-up or slide-in type of tools. Right. That, um, and I'm trying to think of some of the incumbents. Maybe you can, um, not AppSumo, but. Um, yeah, almost convert kit. And there's, I mean, a lot of it's just, we, we build by hand too. There's pop-up things you pull MailChimp into and set up yeah. campaigns off of those. And, you know. Yeah. So, um, but that's really it. Con convert box. I think the guys that created convert box created something called convert Fox. Okay. But again, you know, uh, the, the, the slide ins you can, um, it, it, it's number one, it's simple. It's really clean to use, but it gotcha. integrates with all the email marketing platforms, but you can show any message to really any visitor based on the activity they take on your website. So gotcha. awesome. if it's like visit number three and you, and the referring website is let's say where you spoke at like last right. month, you can make it so that it only shows like a, a an exit box or a hello bar or a slide in bar to set to a website visitor based on any number of different combinations. Awesome. Okay, cool. But pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I check a, it out. Yeah. I haven't tried that one before. So yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people know about it, but I highly, highly recommend checking that out for all gotcha. the marketers listening.
cool. And then I know there's another tool that's not as much of a tool. I know you want to talk about though is I, I follow Don Miller stuff a little bit with StoryBrand. Oh yes, and I know you take it much much further than we do. So tell me how that's shaped your business too. Yeah. So again, when I started One Week website, I started it because I saw a gap in the website marketing space. Yeah. Again, when most companies or most or most marketers or most business owners want to get a website or even a great marketing plan, they have three options. They have a do-it-yourself website builder, like a Squarespace. The yeah. problem is that although they're cheap, so you know, low investment, the website never looks the way you want it to. Right. It never looks like your brand. And most of the time it has a under construction sign for three years. <laughs> yeah. The second option is usually a freelancer. We all know we can go on any one of these websites and Upwork or whatever and find a freelancer, but they're not always reliable. And again, the websites they build aren't always true to your brand. Yeah. And then, you know, and this is nothing against <laughs> you or anybody else, but right. there are a lot of really bad ad agencies out there that are yeah. super enormous. that don't do great work like you and I do. Right. That um, just are sort of glorified web design and development shops like my family's business went through. They actually just design and develop a website. They don't care about your copy. They don't care about your message. Right. Um, and so what I found again, working with my family's business, when they spent 30 grand on a site that took them a year to get, I was like, where's what I call the Chipotle of websites of marketing. Where's the fast casual, you know, pick your, pick your, you know, you go into Chipotle, you can either pick a bowl or a taco or a quesadilla and then you add your toppings. I right. wanted to do, I, I thought that there should be a website at a marketing company that could do the same thing gotcha. for the small, small, medium market. Yeah. Um, so I called it content first. You know, when I did our first website, it, it said, hey, we're a content first web design company. Step one is, you know, pick your, pick, pick your content option. Whether you write the content or we write the content or we read what you have, we're gonna build your website in a week. Well, it sounds good in theory if you're a web designer or you're an agency because you know what that means. But my target audience was a B2B customer who doesn't right. even know what I just said. Yeah. And so I was again, making the value prop to anybody content first, which to me meant we're going to write words first because words are the most important part of your website. Yep. Um, and, uh, one little sort of cool analogy we would use, I, I think cool is that, um, or even ask you, have you, have you heard of the law of the hammer? I don't know if I have. I don't think so. So the law of the hammer says that if every, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks There's like a nail. Okay. Yeah. I have heard that. Okay. So I kind of stole that and said, I, I noticed in the website world, I call it the law of the designer or the law of the developer, which is that if all you do is design and develop, then every website problem looks like a design or development problem. Hmm, I like that. Okay. But in reality, at most website are problems are content problems. Yes. Vast majority. So I was, that's what we were sort of touting is like, Hey, content first web design. We're not going to build your website until we get your content. And so when StoryBrand came out and for those that haven't seen it, if you go to storybrand.com, um, Donald Miller, who actually used to write, um, I think Christian memoirs, right? He was just kind of this guy that was just going through life. Like we all are and just right. writing these sort of memoirs about his life. He came out with StoryBrand and StoryBrand is essentially a marketing framework that ensures you have a, just make sure that you have a clear message. So with your web copy and your marketing material, it makes messaging and, and a clear message, the foundation 
to everything you do in the, in the marketing world. So when I saw that he was essentially taking this content first message that I was inspired by, and that was part of our philosophy and really educating the masses with it because there's a book called building a story brand. There's a podcast called story brand. You can take a course on how to create your own brand script, which is just a one pager that has your company message on, on one page. Right. When I saw that he was really educating the, <coughs> excuse me, the everyday folks around why a clear message, why a simple message is the best part of your marketing strategy. I thought it made sense to take one week website and like unite it to story brand. And yep. so I became a story brand certified guide in April and um, it's been really helpful for my clients for me to take them through story brand because they have a lot of aha moments. I do this For 90, sure. I do this 90 minute session with clients to where I take them through creating their own story for their company. And I re, when I, when I finish in 90 minutes, I read the, the one page story back to them. And it sounds just like a preview to a movie that would come out. <laughs> and the CEOs in the room just start lighting up because you know, every CEO is, is working on their value proposition 10 o'clock at night on their, on their phones. Like, right. no, this is our value proposition. This is how we say our one liner. So when I read back this 90 minute exercise back to them, they just get super happy because it's like, that's our message. That's, that's the story we want to invite our customers into. Yeah. And so it's helped us to just make our process even more efficient, write better web copy, and then do great marketing for our customers as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever read Getting Things Done by David Allen? No, but I've heard great things. I, I see that a lot like StoryBrand. Both of them are just dead simple. Like the stuff Donald Miller teaches, you're like, duh, but no one does it. Like even, even for me, I see it, it makes perfect sense, but actually stepping back and working through it is different. And kind of David Allen, I, I feel it was the same way. It's a totally different thing, but his principles on getting things done are all, duh, we should all be doing this. Even he said, like, I didn't mean to start this company. I just said what I did. And that's kind of what Donna Miller did too, but it's, it's so important to see those folks and actually follow that. And yeah, your 90 minute process is awesome. Walking through that map and yeah, Donna Miller has a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, no, I, I, I just feel and especially probably with how crazy today's world is with information that, you know, giving something to somebody, whether it's our mom or our husbands or our wives or our customers, we owe it to our customers and, and our constituents to give information in, in the simplest way possible. Yep. And so I know I appreciate it when somebody is selling me something or has something to offer and it's like, just tell me what it is, right? Like don't make me work so hard. And so obviously naming my company one week website was my way of pretty simple <laughs> calling something what it is. Yeah. And so I'm just really attracted to um, simple things. We all are. And I've just been inspired by a lot of random inspirations over yeah. the years where you see how hard it is to make something simple and making something simple is a lot harder than making something complex. And so when I see complexity or I see fluff or I see just fat, so to speak, right. I almost, I don't get irritated, but I'm like, you know, you could work harder, whether it's a business owner or whoever it is. Uh, in my, in my mind, I'm like, you know, you can work a lot harder to make that simple for people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just don't even have the self-awareness to know how complicated what they do is. Yep. I mean, Apple's the shining example of that I pick yeah. on Apple a lot, but man, they are the Kings of taking super complex stuff and making it real simple. I mean, 
I mean, the iPod was the best example that mm -hmm. had all these other ones that were much, much better <laughs> in quotes mm -hmm. than they had theirs with their little click wheel and mm -hmm. it was just simple is better. So yeah, but simple is very, very hard. And I, and I, I work, I actually worked at Apple and I, I can't say I probably didn't get inspired by how they did things, but yeah, I mean, seeing the behind the scenes of something and then seeing how it's presented to an audience is, is definitely two different experiences. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been very, very helpful. Thanks for your time today. Yeah. Um, how can people find you and connect with you online? Yeah. So um, if you guys want to know more about me personally, uh, my Instagram handle is just uh, at Danny Beebe. Um, and it's P-E-A-B-E-Y. And then um, on Twitter, I'm actually underscore Danny Beebe. And then um, you can visit One Week website online at oneweekwebsite.com. So it's O-N-E week website singular. Uh, dot com. Awesome. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks so much. Yeah, talk thank to you, you soon. Mickey. Okay. All right. Bye.